You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome back again, MLB.com Extras, the Pittsburgh Pirates edition. I'm Dave Raymond, along with Tom Singer. And, Tom, it's a, it's a Monday as you and I sit here and chat this week with a Tuesday, the beginning of a compelling series for the Pirates on the road in St. Louis. Um, I, you know, what are, you, what are your thoughts going into this series? We know it's a huge one, but, but how critical is it, and, and, and what do the Pirates have to accomplish this week? Well, I think they're downplaying the fact that it's a huge series because even after this one, they'll have uh, nine games left with, uh, well, not well, uh, including this one, they have ten games left with St. Louis. So it's not like a make or break time, but I think they do need to show up and play well and win in Bush Stadium. Uh, they're five and seventeen in Bush Stadium since the start of the 2013 season, and even though they've overall played the Cardinals even. Uh, they have to uh, show that they can handle uh, the, the Cardinals on the road, which they have not been able to. And as you know, in 2013, it came down to a postseason series where they had to uh, win in St. Louis and couldn't do it. So I think more than how it affects the standings, I think for their own confidence, for when they do have to go back to St. Louis, possibly in the postseason situation, they have to prove to themselves that they can play well and prevail in Bush Stadium. I think that's the key for this series. Yeah, I'll tell you. I, I, I think there are going to be some mathematical issues to this thing, too, right? I think you got to win a couple because um, you just don't want to lose any ground. As great as the Pirates have played, and nobody has played better since early May, nobody, uh, they just, you know, it's hard to gain ground on the Cardinals these days. Yeah, well, once again, it goes back to that one series they have had so far in St. Louis. They lost three one-run games in walk-off fashion. Uh, If you reverse the results of just those three games, these two teams are tied for the division lead. So you can see how big those games were. And, yes, absolutely, even if you only win one of the three, you leave St. Louis seven games behind with three fewer games left to play. So the calendar becomes definitely a factor. So absolutely, uh, even though they, they won't come out and say it uh, out loud, uh, I don't think anything less than two out of three would, would, would you know, make them feel good. I, you know, I don't know how good any of us are at handicapping schedules either, Tom, but I, I look at the Cardinals' schedule, and they, they have some challenges coming up. I, you know, looking, looking at the Pirates' schedule, man, you've got to go out to New York, and the Mets have been uh, one of the great stories this year. Then – home, and you get the Giants for four, the Diamondbacks who have been a bit of a surprise. I mean, this, the schedule in the near term may be as big a challenge for the Pirates, too, although I, I do see some clearing out there maybe a couple of weeks out, a lot of Brewers and Reds and Rockies. So uh, I don't know. I, sometimes it's just too hard, I think, to, to kind of handicap that outgoing schedule. It is. I, I did see a uh, ranking of the uh, remaining schedules for contenders a few days ago. I don't remember the specifics. But the Pirates uh, were uh, calculated to have a tougher uh, schedule the last uh, seven weeks than the Cardinals. Uh, I think it was based on both on the uh, total winning percentage of their opponents, which was higher than St. Louis's, and St. Louis has more home games remaining. So, uh, and of course, St. Louis has been awfully tough at home, not just for the Pirates, but for anybody. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, I think uh, 
you know, I think, uh, you know, when you get down to the mathematical side of it, like you said, if you do anything less than take two out of three, uh, certain websites, Fangraphs likes to calculate the, the percentage of probability that you'll win the division. If the Pirates do not take two out of three in St. Louis, I think that percentage will go way down. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Those are going to be some pretty critical days. Uh, you, by the way, you're clairvoyant, uh, and, and we'd have to go. It'd be cool if we could pull old podcasts out and, and take out sound bites. You, you've talked on numerous occasions about how great the, the pitching has been and how it has carried this team, but that at some point, ultimately, you know, that pitching cannot sustain that incredibly high level of success. And the offense is going to have to swoop in at some point and pick them up if this team is going to continue to, to play well and down the stretch. Man alive. Um, you and I need to go to Vegas because you, you seem to have called that one perfectly. The, the pitching is not as stout as it was, but, boy, that offense seems to have come alive. Yeah, you know, that sweep uh, by the Dodgers completed a stretch of four games in which four straight games, five, one at home, while giving up more than four runs in each game. And they haven't done that in at least 45 years, going back to Forbes Field. Uh, I kind of researched it, but I kind of stopped at 1969 when, when they were still in Forbes Field. And it hadn't happened all that time. So, you know, in the short term, it's exciting. It's kind of nice. It kind of balances things out. But it's not the kind of... Uh, a winning formula you can sustain you know, over the long haul. So uh, the, the rotation, the bullpen has been doing its job, don't get me wrong, it's many their rotation. Uh, Cole, Liriano have been pretty dependable. Burnett obviously is injured. And in the four and five spots, Locke and Morton have been very uh, you know, iffy. I think they have to get that straightened out to have a solid stretch run. And uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, uh, offense can win you games, but offense is more prone to slumping than defense or pitching. So in the longer run, you know, I don't think they can sustain that. They'll, they'll have to get back to uh, getting quality starts out of, you know, out of rotation. Yeah. Any, any substantial updates on A.J. Burnett and his situation? Well, only in the sense that he's, he's actually started to play some light catch. But, uh, you know, that's uh, light years removed from uh, throwing hard and, of course, throwing off the mound. Uh, he remains hopeful that, uh, you know, he can come back in September. And, uh, you know, we all do wish him well. But uh, it's a pretty difficult hurdle he has, has to overcome, that uh, strained forearm. Uh, you know, he made a reference to uh, Jason Grody had the same injury when he was closing for the Pirates in 2013. And I looked it up. Uh, from the time of the injury to when... Really made his return appearance is a span of like 41 days, I believe. Assuming, uh, and that was considered a pretty quick return. Assuming that uh, Burnett can maintain the same schedule, you know they'll get him back to the Pirates the first week in September. But he will not have had the benefit of any rehab starts. So uh, we'll just have to see where it goes. But he's actually playing some uh, light catch, and you know his arm hasn't fallen off, so that's good. <laughs> well said. Um... Uh, so then in terms of pitching help, you know, Vance Worley designated for assignment uh, right around the, the trade deadline, I guess when uh, it must have been with the acquisition of Blanton uh, from the Royals. What, uh, have he made a decision yet? That, that, that uh, time has got to be coming now where he has to decide whether or not to accept the assignment or, or, uh, or declare a free agency, right? Well, that, you know, as we speak, he still has the rest of today to, to make that decision by the time uh, – 
you know, Buck Nation hears this podcast, he will have made that decision. I would expect him to accept the assignment from the simple reason that uh, he'd be uh, convinced that uh, the Pirates would get him back and put him, uh, plug him back in, you know, into that rotation. Um, you, have, you know, you have to get over your hard feelings. He didn't feel good about being designated, obviously. He was pitching well, even after he was sent to the bullpen, he was producing. So he may ha- he may definitely resent the way he was uh, treated, but he also recognized that uh, some business aspects of this sport, which you may not like, but uh, you have to accept. And if he'll just kind of turn the other cheek, so to speak, I think he'll, he'll accept the assignments. And the Pirates will be glad about that because he can, you know, they can plug him right back in. I would, I'm looking forward to that happening. He's a very good competitive pitcher. What about uh, last thing for you, Tom? This week, you know, now that we're you know a little removed from the trade deadline, we're still seeing some teams, um, you know, making the occasional smaller move in the margins here and there. Uh, what was the reaction in Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh's, uh, you know? activity around around the trade deadline and, and to that end do you see there being much more but between now and the end of the season well i would think uh, i i actually think you know what worley decides may uh, impact that if worley uh, uh declines this assignment thereby becoming a free agent uh well first of all the pirates could still resign as a free agent although i don't see that happening uh if he declines this assignment i would think a uh, premium uh, veteran pitcher would be somebody that Neil Huntington definitely keeps his eye open for. Obviously, they picked up Jay Happ directly as a result of Burnett's injury. Happ's had one start, and it was so convincing that the next time his turn would have come up, the Pirates decided to skip it. So there's not a whole lot of confidence in, in that veteran on the left-hander. Uh, they do definitely need a, uh, a uh, reliable starting pitcher, and if Worley is out of the equation, I would think that's something that... Uh, you know, Huntington will keep his eyes open for. As far as the uh, other moves, uh, kind of lukewarm reaction. I mean, there's a lot of activity for Neil Huntington at the trade deadline. He made five moves, which is uh, compared to none at all the last two years. Um, you know, Mike, uh, Michael Morris uh, packs a lot of power, good, uh, bad off the bench. Aramis Ramirez, obviously the first guy that, that came back, um, is uh, starting to get on track. He's a good veteran uh, stabilizing presence in the clubhouse. And the two relievers he picked up, uh, Joe Blanton and Joaquin Soria, have been terrific. So, I mean, those moves absolutely solidified the bullpen, which, as we've said, given the difficulties of the rotation has had, have been huge moves. I mean, each has picked up a winner already, and uh, they they picked some real, real important high-leverage innings. So, you know, overall, I'll give it a B-plus, you know, Huntington's moves. Uh, he didn't. He was not able to... Uh, uh, improved first base, something that definitely had his eyes open for. Uh, and, of course, the uh, because it became a matter of emergency, he basically picked up the one starting pitcher that uh, was available at the last minute half. But other than that, uh, you know, he graded out real well, I think. Yeah, yeah well, set up for that, that stretch run, but it all begins tomorrow, Tuesday night in St. Louis. What a series. Uh Get your rest tonight, Tom. It's, it's going to be a wild week, and I uh, can't wait to hear about it when we hook up again next week. Look forward to it, Dave. Okay, there he goes. That's Tom Singer, MLB.com Extras, the Pittsburgh Pirates Edition.
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.